One. Two. Three. Four. Ah, 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 ah. So we all got a little count count <laughs> there in a weird way. Anybody have an intro? It's the one Muppet you can always count yep. on. Uh... Okay, guys. Theme song. No. Skill testing question. Mm-hmm. What do you say when you start an episode? Emily? Theme song. No. <laughs> You're still refusing to start the episode, are you? What is, All right, fine. Um... Actual trivia question. What is a yuzu? A yuzu? I'm not even making a joke. I'm actually asking a real I, thing. It sounds like a strange musical instrument. I was going to say an instrument, it's a sing- it's a uh, so I will have to get Uzi. more specific. I could also I see believe it, it is a woodwind instrument. Yeah. All right. So I There's picked up uh, some edibles from the PC uh, dispensary uh, just over by the, um, what you would call it, uh, the Freshco there. Mm-hmm. And I got some edibles that are Japanese citrus yuzu. Oh, it's a fruit. Oh. Yes. Yeah. But do you know what kind of fruit? Um, a citrus. Why don't they just say orange? Because it's a freaking orange. Instead, they say citrus. Like they're going for extra style points. Actually, Peter, well, fun fact about uh, I mean, oranges. does it taste like orange? Most um... would you say it tastes like orange? Because I mean, not all citruses are orange. Not, not really. I mean, it still mostly tasted like weed, so it mostly tasted like you know. Uh, I don't enjoy this now, but in five minutes, it's going to be amazing. Lemons, limes, grapefruit. Like it could be all sorts of flavors Something... or kind of a combination. Matt yep, is above yeah. me in this, so I'm pointing above me. I'm not sure who I who, well, who it looks like I'm pointing you're, at otherwise. You're pointing to the right place for me. Mm-hmm. Matt, what's your trivia? Um, you, you mentioned about like citrus fruits. The thing is, um, most citrus fruits, like the ones that we think are standard, are actually like hybrids of a whole lot of other ones. Mm-hmm. Like lemons. Every... Yeah, like but the thing is, like I think lemon, even in and of itself, is a hybrid. Yep. And so, like, yeah. Like and, like the standard orange is a hybrid. Like everything is like from like original old like fruits from way back in like the day or whatever that nobody eats anymore or like i i actually found out that about the lemon because the one day i was like wait a minute fruits are usually like sweet in flavor because they want to be eaten uh so that the animal will spread the seeds that are inside the fruit so why is a lemon sour and I looked it up, and it I was like, oh, be- well, that makes sense. We made it. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> we made this. <laughs> uh, anyway, uh, I guess that's oh, been oh, the episode. it's an F1 for... hybrid. It's an uh, F1 hybrid. Oh. Really? Here's an example. Like, I found it. It's, if you Only want a sweet F1. orange, you have to cross a pomelo and a mandarin. Uh, if you want a lemon, it's a citron and a bitter orange. Uh, if you want grapefruit, that's sweet orange and a pomelo. And if you want a sourpuss, mm. look at Chris's face. Because I'm trying to start the wah, episode. Wah. Yeah, so. I gave you an in and then you refused. <laughs> Thank you. No, 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 no. 
I'm saying this under protest. <laughs> I gave you an intro and you didn't like it, so then we milked it. We weren't ready for it yet, and then we were. And guess orange. what? It's already happened, uh, and we're in the episode. Welcome. Uh, hi, and welcome to Carbon Podcast. I am your reluctant host, oh. Chris Truscott Brown. Joining I'm me. I'm thinking Rind does a Pomelo have. Uh, Matt, who's I'm not Matt. keeping up. <laughs> I'm I'm freaking rabbit hole in this. This is crazy. My hey. name is Alton Brown. That's, That's Peter. Peter. <laughs> and hey, I'm hey, Emily. You've been using your citrus is wrong. And this is episode three seventy nine. Holy shit! How are we at almost four hundred? Um, we started in the one where we got shit faced. Uh no, I did enough uh drunk podcasting last week. I okay, listened back to the, the episode editing, and I was just like, me. first of all, I don't remember any of this. It was like hearing it for the first time. Second of all, boy, I hate myself a lot. My second time on this podcast was a little bit like that. It was just me and Chris, and Chris got pretty drunk. I see. I've <laughs> done this like two or three times. He talked for a long time. <laughs> yeah, I've done this two or three times where I actually started gone. This was one of those. Yeah, <laughs> and I didn't have a good reason. Didn't have a bad day at work. I, I didn't have anything going on. I just got home. It was like shots would be fun, and then I just got really drunk. And at a certain point, I was like. I should maybe settle down because I got a podcast happening in about an hour and a bit. Like, oh, nah, snap. Is that the I'm just going to do uh, a drunk podcast. And then I just kept going. So I made a decision I was going to do a drunk podcast. Yeah, I shouldn't have done Chris that. Is, Chris is our uh, resident alcoholic. <laughs> hey. He just hangs out with us. That's right. That's true. Remember Wait, the steps, this man. Isn't an no, Chris, are you currently <laughs> right, right, Chris, like this isn't AA. <laughs> <laughs> Shit. There's no, no chips. Um, but Sorry, I got a bag of Doritos. Away from no. alcohol <laughs> and back to edibles. Peter, you were mentioning it just tastes like weed. Yeah. I've never partook in either smoking or eating or whatever, but do edibles taste like weed? Like the same taste you would get if you were smoking a joint? It, well, it's not the exact same because there's still, like, the jelly around it in this case because yeah. they were gummies. But, I mean, like, I didn't really get any lemon. I got a little bit of the sugar because there was kind of that sugar crust. Like, you'd get around a sour key or something like that. Mm -hmm. But, yeah, like, the actual taste, I was like, no, this still I could still very clearly tell I'm eating something made with weed. Hmm. Yeah, I, I've I didn't smoked know it, but I've never had edibles. But I would imagine yeah. just because of the kind of potent... Yeah. It's like flavor it within the plant. It it's probably going to taste at least a little bit like weed. Um, yeah, <laughs> well, the chocolate I ones had before twice. were pretty good at disguising it. Sorry, Matt, go ahead. Yeah. I have I've done edibles twice, uh, and it yeah, it's basically like consider Chris. Think of it like this: if you were to mix, say, like the taste of celery and the taste of a jalapeno together, which one? And if you put the two together, what are you going to taste? When both you're going to taste all jalapeno. It's going to be all jalapeno I'm all day, every day. I'm actually quite surprised, Matt. Like, I wouldn't have expected that you you would be willing to indulge. It's 
he basically tried it out. It was like, oh, cool, it's legal now. How does this work? Mm. Yeah, and fair enough. The, be- the best way yeah, I could basically describe never it, indulged, but now and again. It was, it was like, it was basically if you like, not the filter, but if you take, if, think, if you think your brain is just like, it's got a whole bunch of different ideas and stuff, and they kind of funnel through like one at a time, you can think of them. I have a question. No, let me finish. Did you try this 10 minutes ago? Sorry? Did you try this edible 10 minutes ago? No. Oh, okay. If I did... No, he's just trying trying to collect his thoughts. (laughs) Yeah, I'm not good at collecting my thoughts. But no, it's like, if all of a sudden that, like, the pressure of what's pushing all those thoughts through your brain gets, like, ramped up to 11, because all of a sudden you just, like, start having ideas after idea after idea after idea, and you can't, like, process them fast enough... Like, My problem is alcohol is already costing me enough money. I don't want to try <laughs> edibles and then find out I like them too. I can't afford that shit. Um, is across is all, like this. Oh, is it legal across all provinces at this point? Uh, yeah, Re- Recreationally, sure, but I know for when, sure in BC. When the Liberal government first got into power in this this particular time around, uh, mm-hmm. I think. That was like what is it? Like twenty seventeen? No, was it twenty seventeen? I can't remember. It was mid mid twenty teens or something like the. Um, basically, we went from conservative to liberal government, and one of their first things was they legalized marijuana across Canada. Which I'm not, I'm not opposed to, but I'm not a fan myself. I've just yeah. never gotten into it. But I so, think about freaking it has time, not caused all of the it, problems that the conservative media would have you think that it's like yeah, we sure. don't have you know like stoners in the streets all over the place now and right no. people like robbing each other I to think, get their next fix yeah I <laughs> think my own preferred poison I think alcohol has caused way more problems in this world than weed has ever so One probably thousand percent <laughs> yeah like yeah. yeah um. I know one of the crazy things here in the U.S., uh, and this is even, like, in the state that I'm in, right now it is only medically available. You have to go see a doctor that can get you approved for your green card and then, you know, go through that whole process. It's expensive, time-consuming, but because even in recreational states like Michigan, Michigan has recreational use legal. Mm-hmm. Uh, you have to pay at any dispensary in cash. And the reason is because federally, marijuana is still illegal, even though some states have passed it. So essentially, uh, that uh, limits them towards the type of payments that they can take. So they can That's only so take in weird. cash. And the And the weird thing also is that uh, even though the government, uh, even though federally it is still considered illegal, they still expect taxes from these businesses as well. So they can <laughs> only take so up. money and cash and they have to still pay taxes on something that they can't even take like credit cards or checks or anything for. It's so weird. Like, we don't actually sell weed. We right. just, you know, sell in assorted ways of smoking them. If you like want to donate to us, we can give you this stuff. Yes. <laughs> um, one last thing on this unexpected but still interesting topic. Um, just as, like, not that any of us believed that 
this wasn't the case. But every so often, the clear reminder of how much your phone is spying on you, that hap- it, it's a bit jarring when it's just like right in your face. And that happened to me recently. Uh, I switched Boy. departments at my job recently, and uh, so I'm working with a new person I haven't worked with before. Uh, he is a big fan of edibles. And so, you know, I've just been asking him some questions about it, and we've been talking about it a little bit. Uh, and because Halloween is around the corner, all the little candies are on sale. He's got a, quite a sweet tooth, so he brought some candies in. I actually indulged in some Sour Patch Kids because I'd like me some Sour Patch Kids. Now, would you say indulged, Chris? Are we saying indulged, or you actually no. just like had a Sour Patch Kid? I just you actually just had candy. Sour Patch Kids. I indulged <laughs> okay. because Chris, I actually don't you're a grown have... man. You are not. Tr- you're not like make. You're allowed to eat candy whenever you want. Yeah, but you I say indulged because I actually really don't have much of a sweet tooth. I will usually pass up on the candy, the donuts. Like I just. I, I can't have a can of pop. It's just, I, I'm not a big fan of sugar anymore. I do plenty of other unhealthy things. Sugar isn't one of them. So indulged in Popeye. life. This you is want, you probably, want your sugar fermented into something. Uh, this is probably the first little baggie of like six candies that I've had in several months. So that's why I say indulged. But I was asking him, like, you know, Sour Patch Kids, those are one of the things I can get on board with. I'm just curious. Are there like edibles that are like Sour Patch Kids that might actually make me want to try them? Yeah. And he said, uh, "Oh yeah, there's one that actually got in trouble because it was like very much like Sour Patch Kids. Like the branding and the packaging was quite similar and everything. And it's just like this is a bad idea because you don't want kids to like find this and just mistakenly think it's something it's not. It's, um, that's a bigger issue than you think, Chris. But Anyway, somebody's I, echoing yeah, a lot. I, uh, um, I actually know someone who's, uh, who will be unnamed. They're a child uh, who is like, I think this child is, is going off to college at this point. This was maybe a few years ago. So okay. high school age child. Um, accidentally uh, ate some brownies that were on the freeze, in the freezer just thinking they were regular brownies. And then, poor thing, like, freaked out (laughs) uh, when she realized that they were not. And uh, my friend had to, like, sit with them and be like, it's going to be okay. Yeah. (laughs) And, like, (laughs) we just, we had, like, a good laugh and just like, oh, poor thing. (laughs) The, The point is, after that conversation at work, where my phone was just sitting on the counter beside me, Edible Sour Patch Kids, uh, like Marijuana Sour Patch Kids, start showing up in my ad feeds everywhere. It's like, did I ever search this? Did I ever try to buy it? Nah. You're straight up listening to me. And it's, it, again, it's not a surprise. We know it happens, but it's really jarring when it happens that obviously. Like, yeah, yeah blatantly. It's, it's Are you sure it's not the uh, microchip in your vaccine? Ah, that's well, true. <laughs> I mean, where do they where did they itself, put the? But I still want my um I still want my Bill Gates tattoo to show up, and it oh, still yeah. hasn't, and I'm really disappointed. Aww. I haven't Ooh. been able to connect to Wi-Fi yet, and I'm really disappointed. 
I want when spoons you... to like stick all over me. Oh <laughs> like, man, uh, I got a buddy that was really upset that I I got my first and second, and he he asked me to test this because he believed it to be true. And I actually did, because I was like, I'm not doing that. He was like, yeah, because you're scared. I'm like, okay, fine. I went to the yeah. cupboard. I got a fork. I'm like, it's not fucking sticking, because guess what? People aren't magnetic, and there's nothing in a needle that could ever make a person magnetic. You moron. Jokes <laughs> on you. I'm magnetic. Uh, neat. Well, it's like, and, and even, even if you, like, considered, like, okay, your your blood your blood has iron in it. Um the mere fact that it is a part of hemoglobin within your blood makes it not magnetic. Mm -hmm. I, I was going to say... like, a certain kind of iron in order to be magnetic. Therefore, like, there's not enough metal in your body that is in a state to be magnetic. When people show, like, oh, it sticks to me, it's like, no, you're sweaty. Like, go have a shower. They they what would if, have to... If you have a sewing needle in your foot. Mm -hmm. they, they would have to literally insert a magnet into you. Or a sewing and, needle into your foot. Yeah, or, yeah, or a sewing needle. We're just going to ignore the fact that I said. Yeah. I'm not ignoring you, Peter. Yeah. That's one of the most like... interesting facts I have about myself that I got a piece of metal in my foot right now. Oh. Really? Yeah. I, I didn't know what it's you were getting. It's been there since I'd been eight, nine. It's just my mom and asked me how long ago it was she stabbed me in the foot. So it's just in there and it's just too much effort to take it out? Oh, yeah. It's, well, it's not doing anything. Hmm. You, I mean, I'm assuming they'd have to be... do surgery if it did start to yeah, do something. Yeah, that can't be enough but... to set oh, yeah, off any metal detectors or anything detrimental, is it? I think I brought this up during Extra Life 2018 of one of the reasons why I didn't want to walk barefoot across the Lego. Huh. Don't expect me to be sober enough to remember anything during Extra Life. Jesus. Oh, oh <laughs> I never would. <laughs> Thank you. Otherwise, you would have remembered your promise to me. Oh! <gasps> <gasps> I'm. <laughs> I do remember the promise. I'm kind of yeah. ruining it right it, now. Yes, it was to talk about this arcade cabinet thing you put on the list. So that what's up with that? Me. Nope. All right. Nope. That, that's that was, Jesse. That was Jesse. Passes. Wild again. Hey, uh, Matt. Yes. Uh, I have a, a question specifically for you. Uh, yeah. when would I know if I had a cavity? Um, when you can feel it in your mouth, it's like, yeah, but fair enough. That was also a very, um, disappointing segue. No, I've, I'm both very happy and very annoyed at myself that it happened, but like, over Why the last, are you like, happy? like, two weeks, I'm happy in the sense that I finally, finally, finally have medical coverage again. Ah, And Yay. can go to the dentist, and I'm going tomorrow in the afternoon. So that's always a positive. But the reason is, and I had to basically like hound my boss like every day until I until I like have the had the card in my hand basically. But uh, when I, when I first got my job at blank, um, I gave him about a week every time I kind of asked, and he'd just forget. And so I worked at that job for probably like good five months or so before. Uh, finally things kind of started to be in motion where I was going to actually get my health coverage. Yeah, and yes. at that point, uh, well, because it, it takes three months, first of all, before you're eligible right, to apply. Right, That's pretty standard here, too. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And then, like, when I finally was like, okay, well, 
let's get the, let's make this happen. Um, at that point, I reduced my hours because I wanted to do some school classes as well. And he's like, oh, well, I'm not sure if you'll be eligible if you do re reduce it or whatever. And he's like, well, cool. Well, if you could look into that for me, that'd be great because I'd still like to have health coverage. Um, and then sure enough, again, like ask him again a week later. Oh, yeah, I forgot. Oh, yeah, I forgot. And, he's like, <laughs> and finally, he did determine, he's like, oh, yeah, actually, you are making just enough hours that this that you'll, you'll get your coverage. I was like, cool, can I get that coverage? And he's like, cool, I'll get you some paperwork or whatever, and I'll get back to you. And then finally, by the time I got said paperwork, I was already looking for another job. And so that, yeah, I basically was at that job for a, just, I think it was like 10 months or something, and never ended up getting my health coverage. And now that I'm back, I got it within like a month. So the, so about the biggest time. hurdle with... Yes. And so I finally get my health coverage. I'm going to the dentist and they're going to, I, the stupid thing was I told them, it's like, Hey, I've got a cavity. I need to go to the dentist. And they're like, cool. You can have an appointment here and we'll tell you if you got a cavity. And it's like, no, no, no. I have a cavity. I can feel it. There's a sharp point on my tooth and I can't stop my tongue. It's from, like, excruciating. With it every well, it, it doesn't hurt yet. And that's what I was concerned Ooh. about is like, that's why I was pushing more to get the, um, the coverage this time around, because I was like, I don't want, this to start hurting yeah if it gets down to the it nerve. can hurt and it's like the fact that they don't believe you it's like the word cavity in itself sort of defines what it is if i can yeah, poke my tongue in there and there's tongue. a hole that's a cavity literally yeah well I, <laughs> but I go on and discovered that there may have been something amiss when i um i had like a whole i got a whole pack of like for christmas or whatever of those like little uh dental floss picks so they have like just that little tiny like like inch long piece of dental floss between two pieces of plastic mm -hmm. i stuck it between my teeth you say you got that for christmas and those two... yeah like i is that's, that's a, a story, shitty present got... yeah it's not all i got but still it's like surprise you got toothbrushes it's like no that's not what i got um no but seriously though like i i put, I put it between the tooth and i pulled it out and it cut the dental floss in half and so I was like, oh, my tooth is sharp. Why is it sharp? And I looked a little closer. I was like, cool. I um, I need to go to the dentist mm -hmm. yesterday. Yeah, I... I'm like, sorry, go ahead. Oh, I was just going to say, I actually just got us crappy Obamacare insurance, which <laughs> thankfully I don't need to pay this amount, uh, but uh, it's like 600 bucks for my husband and I, like over 600 bucks. Uh, and, uh, yeah, we don't have dental. It does cover vision, though, which is good, because we should definitely have that done from time to time. So, um, it doesn't matter if your te teeth start to rot, as long as you can watch them rotting. Just that's right. From, <laughs> that's just right. Just to clarify, the coverage that I have, like, where in Canada you do get the free healthcare, mm -hmm. uh, this is, like, extended medical and dental Mm -hmm. And I think I also get like some eye care coverage in there. I'll have to look again at the sure. time more specifically. Uh, but, free uh, health care is bullshit because it's not free. We pay into it. Oh well, yeah. So it's you, you I pay don't, in taxes, but it, I don't know I don't why. Know, like well, the, no MSP premiums. Conservative answer. Are, I don't. I don't pay MSP premiums, Chris. That's a BC thing. Well, I do. So <laughs> it's not free health care. I mean, okay, but how much do you pay monthly? Uh, I don't remember. It just automatically comes I, out. I think it's I like 60 or something a month. Oh, hang on. 
Here's, here's the actually thing. Really funny. I have my check that I got back from BC when I moved to New Brunswick. Oh. Um, I got twenty eight bucks back that I overpaid. Oh. I don't know why I have this like just randomly sitting here, but well, you should probably <laughs> cash it because it's a check <laughs> and you could spend that money. <laughs> hey, Chris. So. I did. So, so you're okay. saying that it's. Sixty dollars a month instead of six hundred dollars a month. Yeah, it's not <laughs> no, I said, said twenty eight dollars. I paid. Well, oh, yeah, paid. yeah, okay. okay, yeah. If it's for like, two regardless, people, yeah. even if it's sixty. Oh, for, and for two to, people. Just to clarify, Chris's point is that, or like what I was saying, mm-hmm. only BC still has MSP premiums mm-hmm. to pay. Um, that's yeah. The rest of Canada doesn't do that. Yeah. So BC is unique in that it's like, cool, here, you can pay us some money. Yeah. Um, and yeah. Plus, but yeah, I don't have those in New Brunswick. Not... But at the same time, I also don't have a family doctor. So yeah. I don't know who's and got it better or not. it's not the same as the States. It's like, if I don't pay my premiums, they're going to keep bugging me. But also, mm-hmm. if I can prove I have no income, which it's not the case. I do have an income, so I, I owe the sure. money. But if I can prove I have no income, I also have no premiums um or under a certain threshold and if i'm way behind and this has happened at a certain point in my life i was like 700 dollars behind in my premiums because for some reason the government thought i was making a ton of money when i was barely like i was basically renting food and broke that's it (laughs) it's like so i got way behind on premiums Still can go to the doctor. You just show up and they help you. There's yeah. no like, oh, no insurance? Okay, get fucked. Uh, yeah, but I'm bleeding. Yeah, that's nice. Go away. It's like in the States, they'll just straight up turn you away. That doesn't happen in Canada. So, yes, it is better. Yeah. Chris, you might want to just edit this part out. But, like, I when you were talking, I'm hearing your feed. I'm hearing feedback from you. Somebody is echoing and it's not me. I'm watching the waveforms. Yeah. But intermittently. No. Um, but you know what part of Canada does suck? The holiday tomorrow. Mm. Yeah. Okay, um... that's the segue you're going with. Eh, I mean, it happened. Well, it... Contrary to what like some other politicians will try and tell you, um, Canada is not or has not always been great. Um, I mean, nowhere has. Every, yeah. Everywhere um, in the world has some skeletons in the closet. This ours, unfortunately, right. skeletons are in the closet. I was going to go with skeletons of this children. Is basically, it's time for us to finally air out our dirty laundry. Um, we basically tried to eradicate our indigenous people by, as they called it, assimilating them, which was basically, what if we just completely, like, just effed Rip up them of their culture and language and, yeah, from your families yeah. and try to make you Canadian. them entirely. <laughs> yeah, and it's like, it's not about making them Canadian. It was like trying to civilize a Make them Christian that, you know, and white. Right. Far more civil right. than Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, no, it... The same things have, because I'm aware of a little bit of, you know, the stuff that was going on in Canada, certainly things like that happened in America as well. And it was, it was, you know, essentially, quote unquote, 
taking the savages and making them civilized sort of mentality, and Which it's awful. Like, well, okay, your idea of civilized is a lot more violent than right, their right. civilization was. So, yeah. Um, also, and like they were like realistically like first like the the first Europeans to like to come to North America. They were treated real nice, actually, by a lot of like the like the native groups and stuff that were around, and we and unfortunately in turn uh, were like, they, "We're going to show you how to live like Europeans." Yeah, they and saw that as a oh, weakness, boy, and then culture. saw them as exploitable because they were nice and not violent. We also uh, worth pointing out that um, uh, what's his nuts there, Christopher Columbus was a genocidal madman. Yeah, um, I know that. More and more, I've noticed that on October 11th, which is Christopher Columbus Day, that uh, people are taking more time uh, to celebrate the other holiday that now falls on that day in the U.S., which is Indigenous Peoples Day. Yeah. Um, which I think is a nice way to be like, no, maybe we should celebrate this instead. Yeah. So what um, we're that's talking kind of the closest about... thing we yeah. have to to your holiday. So well, it's. Yeah. Here's the weird thing. It's not a holiday. So what we're talking about mm -hmm. is September 30th is Truth and Reconciliation Day. Yeah. And it's to reflect on just the violence against Indigenous peoples, uh, specifically the mass graves if, with tons of Indigenous children in them just murdered in in yeah. these residential schools yeah. but the like, weird thing like on like the i don't know there's not a nicer side to it but it's like it's it was systematically trying to eradicate their culture and yeah. we basically did not take care of them properly and so like yeah uh, and, as, a, as a country we were, like, and, they were within our care yeah. and allowed to die yeah and devil's advocate and a counter to actually this. Uh, I have heard a lot of people saying, well, no, it wasn't that they were murdered. It's like this was during a TB outbreak. So they all died from that. Yeah, but they also were. Yeah. yeah. Step one. They shouldn't have all been there. You still right. crammed them all in you, that school. Right. Second you of all, ripped all you these kids from their homes. Give them, and... even if they did die of natural causes, you didn't give them a respectful burial. You dumped mm -mm. like 50 to 100 of them at a time in a hole. So it's like, there's no excuse, even if it was. In a lifetime, they wouldn't even like, notify the family. Nope. Children yeah. just wouldn't come back and they'd just be like, oh, oh. okay. <laughs> yeah. All yeah. right. I mean,. Um, so, and you have to understand when I say holiday as well like it's not more really like an, it's more like an awareness day like a remembrance day a, except remembrance mm -hmm. day is actually a statutory holiday this isn't it's a federal holiday so yeah. for one thing the schools are closed but hmm. workplaces do not this isn't a stat holiday most people are going to work tomorrow. I am. Right. And so people with kids are running into, it's like, well, great. What do I do with all these kids? Yeah, what right. do I do with the kids? I have to go to work. And so this quote-unquote holiday 
is now Hyra Babysitter Day or whatever. Right. Secondly, this is the point somebody made to me a couple days ago at work. So given that this isn't a statutory holiday, it's a federal holiday, this Truth and Reconciliation Day where we are honoring the indigenous lives lost due to cruelty, Mm -hmm. only people that are actually getting the day off are the ones that were responsible for it. Da-da-da-da-da-da! <laughs> like, this whole thing is fucked. Yes. Yeah. I... Only, like, I think, like, one of the other things, too, is, like, I, I, I want to see if I can find a map that, like, shows, like, which provinces are, in fact, like, giving people the day off versus which ones aren't. Mm-hmm. And I'm really worried that the best way to see the divide is to see like which ones, which governments are the um, the conservative ones and which ones are the. Uh, well, guess what, Matt? Ones. It's not. Yeah, and that's that's the thing is like I was, I was worried that that might be the case, but also like you you mentioned that BC doesn't, but they're yep. like they're a new Democrat. Yep. So they're like the liberal liberals, which is <laughs> they're weird. supposed to be. They're really not. Nope. Yeah. Because BC politics are broken, but I mean that's a whole other rant. Well, we I was just... actually looking uh, to see what uh, places have officially switched over uh, to uh, Indigenous Peoples Days uh, or First First uh, First Nation Day, like all sorts of different names for it, but. Uh, according to this, it says at least 13 states do not celebrate Columbus Day. Alaska, Hawaii, uh, Iowa, Louisiana, Maine, Michigan, New Mexico, North Carolina, Oregon, South Dakota, Vermont, Washington, DC, uh, Washington, Washington D.C., and Wisconsin. Uh, so and these then are the it ones looks that like are no to Columbus and yes to Indigenous people. Correct. Okay. And then there are other municipalities that have uh that have like specifically said like we're adopting this. So it looks like I'm looking for Ohio here. Two thousand seventeen Oberlin, Ohio. In two thousand eighteen, both Akron and Cincinnati and in twenty twenty Columbus adopted it. So it's still sort of <laughs> a sporadic thing. Yeah, it's not a, uh, it's not like a, a national thing at this point. Whereas I believe Columbus Day is considered a national holiday. Yeah, the post office is closed on when Columbus Day. I know oh, that from the old so... jokes. They, someone goes to the post office. Although I don't. It's closed. This is Columbus Day and going shit. Well, now I have to. Act, I haven't actually. I don't know if it completely qualifies as a national holiday. And the reason I say that is we didn't get school off for it, and my dad, who works for the government, did not get the day off. Hmm. So it's probably not technically a national holiday. I didn't actually think about this, but like, yes, there is Columbus, Ohio. Do you think they're gonna? change the name at some point like he's just getting worse and worse in in history like people are recognizing what a piece of shit that guy was (laughs) yeah i don't know if they'll change it or not um i mean the washington redskins finally changed their name (laughs) finally um cleveland indians this is their last season oh they're Um, changing too 
Yep. Next year we Good. will be the Cleveland Guardians. Um, oh, you're actually picking a name, unlike the Washington Football Club. I was is... really, really hoping for the Cleveland Spiders because that's what that's, we were before yeah, the Cleveland the Indians. Um, the Cleveland Guardians was not bad. Uh, there are statues throughout Cleveland called the Guardians. Um, and they're really like cool art deco statues from the early 1900s. Um, but the problem I have is that the logo that they came up with is the worst. Um, so I will go ahead and put that like in chat for you guys. Uh, but also, um, there already were Cleveland Guardians. There is already a sports team that is the Cleveland Guardians. And oh, that's so they weird. don't they don't even have the website. And I figured that one of the reasons they chose Guardians over some of the other ideas was because, oh, they probably had to make sure that they had the website and, you know, all of these things. They don't. There is a men's roller derby team called the Cleveland Guardians who has a better logo than them. <laughs> um it's really confusing. This is the the new logo. The name I like. The name I'm totally fine with. But logo. I mean, that's just the snitch. It's so bad. It's so bad. That G. That's like a baseball trying to cosplay as the Flash. Yeah. yeah. Captain America. Yeah. Uh, so for any of the listeners at home, uh, feel free to just Google Cleveland Guardians logo and it should come right up. It's a baseball with wings and... And it looks like a, a snitch. Graphic Blue. weird G on it. Yeah. Um, imagine like um, um, oh, see Princess Leia's earbuds, but it's the letter G in block letters with wings. Um, which I think is a shame because uh, the uh, the actual Guardian statues are really cool looking, and I feel like. Uh, they could have done such cool things with it. Uh, let me pull up that to show you. Like, well, that's awesome. Yeah, like they're they're really cool looking. Yeah, those are what are they? Are they carved of wood or sculpted? Uh, they're uh, they are um, stone. I'm not sure. I would imagine they might be sandstone. Um, but they, you'll notice that they all have, like, trucks, trains, things like that that they're holding. They're known as the Guardians of Traffic. Um, they were Hmm. constructed, I think it was in the 20s, uh, as sort of a celebration of transportation technology. Um, and they've been there ever since. But that actually makes the baseball g wings logo makes sense like it's yeah but the g is terrible like they could the g honestly the if, worst they, part. if they made like a design like what's on the side of the the sort of the helmets mm-hmm. it would be like they could even just save it with that honestly how big um, are those guardians uh oh wow okay like, they're they're freaking huge they're yeah they're huge okay um if you guys ever come to Cleveland, I will be sure to drive you across the bridge so you can see them in person. At some point, <laughs> I feel like I gotta, yep. but... Someday. I mean... 
we'll go, we'll go to the rock hall we'll we'll see the guardians we'll do all sorts of fun stuff if you ever make it down the, this way um the buddha in um nara the giant yeah. bronze buddha yeah but yeah they're really cool and i'm totally cool with the name especially because they you know they they anchor it to cleveland it all makes sense but mm -hmm. the logo they came up with it's like they paid someone like 150 bucks and was like just do your best it's I, like i don't I hate that honestly right the g Where is like hey, hey, stylized for me and w or something. Oh. <laughs> do you want to see the okanagan college logo sure oh let's see it let's see it yeah, they paid money for this. They because they had a logo, and they're like, oh, no, 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 we need a new one. Uh, so here I'll just post it in the podcast because I'm not gonna bother doing a full stream. There you go. Yeah, it's gross. It, for those who can't see, it's basically the Japanese flag. Where where did you put this? Oh, there it is. The podcast oh, right now. oh boy. Yeah, but they paid hey, money it, for that. That's like, like I could make that in MS Paint. Up with that, and you're like. I'm sorry, guys. That's all I got. The Okanagan College just sounds boring, so. So. Well, yeah, because I was thinking really, because like they had one that originally just looked like OC, which I'm weeks. like was still fun. Like the old one was better than this. I don't even think I have a reference photo for that. Okay, so um, the one of the medical colleges around us, um, <laughs> one of the medical colleges, Case Western, uh, their new logo looks. Like a pretty normal, nice logo, but their uh, previous logo got to be known as Fat Man with the Surfboard. Uh, I will go ahead and post the picture of it here. It takes a little creativity, but you can totally see the Fat Man I, with the Surfboard. <laughs> um, their logo. new logo uh, looks more like a sunrise over a planet or something like that. It's, it's, um, but it's still just like, um, like blue and white. Like, let's see here. Like this one. Okay. So, but I'm kind of sad that the, uh, uh, Fat Man with the Surfboard is no more. <laughs> You know, also, uh, every time you start a stream and stop a stream, makes a little noise. Just going to be part of the episode. <laughs> okay. Wow. I will not do that. Um, no, it's fine. Yeah, I, I'm just I don't calling know... it out what that noise was. <laughs> I think it was... Uh... Yeah, I, I don't know that it was necessarily supposed to be anything. Uh, just sort just of a design, maybe. Artistic. But yeah. But yep, Fat Man with the surfboard. <laughs> we are at about forty minutes already. Yep. <laughs> Time flies Fantastic. when you're having fun. So, uh, is the Marvel lawsuit just the thing where Scarlett Johansson is suing them? No. Oh no, this is the one about the uh, Spider-Man and well, um, the character Doctor rights. Strange. Yes, because so, they weren't given proper co-creator credit. Well, no, the, the no, 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 no. It's different than that. The too. problem is, uh, when Mickey Mouse was about to become in public domain, I don't remember what year this was, but this was several years ago. 
Disney was like, yeah, no. And so they basically... And the courts let him get away with it. uh, Basically, they bought the courts uh, and and got copyright law changed because they're Disney and, like, all hail Emperor Mickey. Uh, But the copyright, it got extended. And as part of that, like, okay, like, we'll give you this. But they realized at the time... They were really screwing over, uh, well, not screwing over, but it was like it was weird that creators were kind of getting shafted on this, and they were setting so a precedent. It's like, okay, copyright of characters and properties can extend, but original creators, at a certain point, like when enough time has gone by they are allowed to renegotiate or if they're not satisfied with the renegotiation can actually like pull the contract. It's like if the creator's dead yeah, like Walt Disney, uh, yes, the character can go on, but if the creator's still alive after X number of years, they can actually renegotiate the contract and get a better deal. So you don't get uh, like, what was it? Siegel and Schuster, like the, the Superman creators that just got fucked. Look into that if you aren't aware, yeah. but boy. Or like, uh, Bill Finger. Yeah, Bill Finger, uh, who actually invented Batman. Uh, fuck Bob Kane. Um, but anyway, uh, yeah, artists have been screwed for years. Yeah. So this is trying so to, today. to help. Yeah. But... I think it was a few years ago. I might be getting these two mixed up because uh, I researched it earlier, not just recently. I think it was Jack Kirby Estate who came up with a ton of Marvel characters. It was either Jack Kirby or Steve Ditko, two big names in Marvel Comics, uh, that when that time limit came up, the estate was like, all right, let's sit down at the table and let's renegotiate. We're, we're getting a little more out of this because these characters are literally making you billions right now. And we want a little piece of that. And Disney, well, not Disney at the time. This was just Marvel. was like, go fuck yourself. And so they actually were going to take it to Supreme Court. And it actually seemed like it was gaining traction like this wasn't going to get dismissed this was going to go somewhere and supreme court was like really like not sure and marvel started sweating a little bit and wrote a check and settled it and like it all went away so whichever one that was jack kirby or steve ditko you're talking is jack kirby the estate settled back in yes so this is ditko now another very influential name um yep that that estate it came up and they're trying to renegotiate same thing and it is in line to get to supreme court so probably disney's just gonna like back a a a truck of money up to someone's house to make this go away but it would be interesting if this is ruled because what would happen if say this estate wasn't satisfied with their with Disney Marvel's deal 
they can't they can bail out of the contract but what that means is co-ownership so disney marvel can still make like it's basically a non-veto policy the estate of ditko cannot stop marvel from making anything but the estate of marvel disney cannot stop or sorry marvel disney cannot stop the estate of ditko making something so they're allowed to just go willy-nilly with these characters as much as they want and marvel disney can't do fuck all about it so yeah i don't think they like that i think large checks are going to be written but so you know as well since we're we were talking about uh things you should do when you come to cleveland we should go to uh the home of superman uh which is uh jerry siegel's childhood home is in cleveland and they i think they have like a little museum and everything and then actually not far away i think is joe schuster's house as well i can't remember which one of the two died first but they both basically died broke and yeah. even the arguments to get more money were the estates of these families. Uh, like, whichever one was the last remaining, I remember hearing a story about there was some, like, this is far before Christopher Reeves or even George Reeves, uh, but sure. there was some play that superman was a part of like this was a superman play and way back in the day it can't have been great (laughs) you're not getting guys on wires you're probably getting them like running across (laughs) the stage with the cape behind them but anyway there was a superman play and so somebody at one point was interviewing one of these two guys that made the character it's like like the character that you made like what amazing things are being done with it like did you ever imagine that this person that you drew on paper would now be like the star of a stage show Uh, like isn't it amazing and he's like oh i don't know i've never seen it it's like you never went and saw the show with your own character yeah it's a theater i can't afford that and it's like the the guy that made the character couldn't afford to go see the play yeah it's like shit's fucked Humans suck. Yeah. Speaking mm. of uh, things that are also local, uh, for Christmas time, Christmas movies, has a Christmas story become any sort of a stapling in Canada? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah, it's, okay. Because we also it's have everywhere. the Christmas. We also have the Christmas Story House in Cleveland, which is where they mm. shot it. So. Oh. Nice. Uh, in the podcast channel, I posted a link to a Heritage Minute showing the Canadian connection to Superman. Oh, yeah, I'm going to have to look that up. <laughs> yep. But uh, I did want to end on something that's kind of a bummer, but also kind of uplifting. Oh, yeah, because we've point. been, like, super positive this whole podcast. Yeah. <laughs> this has been a really depressing episode, honestly. Well, this one, this one's, I, I, got, I think, I I think where this ends is nice. Uh, so AEW, of course, is a wrestling company I'm a big fan of. Mm-hmm. I talked about them last episode I was on, too, because they had a big is... pay-per-view. All Elite Wrestling. Thank you. They're on TNT right now. Uh, they'll be on TBS later. I mean, this year, I'm I well aware. I'm just, you know, for the audience' mm. sake, so you can educate mm-hmm. the audience, because mm-hmm. obviously I'm totally on top of all the wrestling scenes. Yes, of course you are. Yes. 
this is the place that all that your wrestling friends won't shut up about because uh, Brian Danielson just showed up, aka Daniel Bryan. Anyway, right, and CM guy. Punk. Yeah. Uh, so, well, here's a wrestler you have heard of, Chris. Does the name Owen Hart ring a bell? Uh, Hart Foundation. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I've Tragically heard of them. fell to his death in 1999. Oh yeah. Okay. Yeah, I do know about that guy. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that one. Yeah. So, uh, his widow officially announced a partnership with AEW to host an Owen Hart tournament, which is going to happen later this year. And um, they're also going to be doing proceeds towards the Owen Hart Foundation, which has a lot of good charity projects, including scholarships and uh, other and uh, feeding those in need. You know, it's just general good work for uh, the good people of Alberta, which could kind of use that right now, let's be mm-hmm. honest. I mean, the whole world. Uh, so I thought that was uh, right neat. <laughs> and they also did a loving tribute just tonight before this episode started to Brody Lee. Now, Brody Lee was a wrestler who came to AEW at the start of the pandemic, kind of became one of their big stars because he took leadership of a group called the Dark Order, which was kind of a cult. Mm-hmm. With a name like the Dark Order, you would imagine they're a cult, right? They have like, a hand sign and everything. A, like a wholesome, they got their own flavor bunch. and everything. Yeah. And he, he kind of really helped elevate them because they were kind of a joke when he, before he showed up. And, I mean, they were, always kind of were because, like, originally they were just known as the Super Smash Brothers and they were Player 1 and Player 2. But they're like, okay, we can't legally use those names when we're in yeah. AEW. What if we were a cult? <laughs> and it kind of spawned from there. But it wasn't really working until he showed up to kind of be, like, the exalted leader. Now, tragically, he passed away late last year of a lung infection, mm. not COVID-related. Uh, very important because there was conspiracy theories about that and it got kind of gross. Uh, so they did a loving tribute to him after it was revealed he passed away and they also um, kind of made, they kind of, to help his son through it, because his son was friends with all the performers, uh, they kind of made him as sort of a character, you know, in a with literal permission from his mom. And so tonight, in, in storyline, the Dark Order had kind of been fighting recently because, you know, they lost their leader last year and they've been kind of slowly having internal strife. And so in the middle of a tag match, it's like, it looks like some of the members are going to leave. And then Brody Lee's son, Brody Lee Jr., comes out and is like, no, get back in the ring, you guys, do this. And so there's a very and heartwarming moment he? where they're like, sorry? How old is he? Oh, he's like nine. Okay, that's adorable. He, and he's wearing he's wearing like a mask too, so it's like it's it's pretty great. Uh, so you know they all went back in, they hit their all hit their finishers on the poor unlucky sap they were taking on, and then you know got the pin and the victory, and they hoisted him up on his shoulders, and they announced the our partnering with the uh, John Huber Foundation. John Huber being Brody Lee's real name. Oh, so they so that's started be, something uh, up in his name. That's really cool. Yeah. No. So I thought you know it's like okay, this is really nice. And this was all done in um, uh, Brody Lee's hometown, too, of Rochester, yeah. New York. So. That's the thing. It's like, like so many things, wrestling is stupid, silly, mindless bullshit, except it's not. Like, they do some nice things, and they they have some, they have their definitely their silly storylines, but, like, they do a lot of good. They do a lot of support for charity, and like some just nice wholesome uplifting storylines. <laughs> mhm. Absolutely. I got a couple it's... other positive oh. things to just just sorry, it kind of 
goes going back a little bit further back to like the truth and reconciliation stuff. Mm-hmm. So I know that was kind of depressing too. I got two positive things I can add to that just to help kind of bring this back to positivity. By all means. Um, uh, one of them, first of all, is whereas a lot of people like in, I don't know that even after like the actual like um, measures were like mentioned, like the whole tr- the reason it's called tr- Truth and Reconciliation Day is because there was like a whole investigation that was done basically looking into like the systematic racism that the Canadian government basically endorsed to do this. Um, and their commission came up with a whole bunch of different recommendations and stuff. One of the ones was to like basically go looking for the graves and stuff. But now that like the missing, like missing children have started to be found in these unmarked graves, a lot of people, a lot more Canadians kind of are like noticing what's going on. And like, even after, this was a couple of years after the actual uh, investigation took place. So, or like, so basically, I guess what I'm saying is that now that people are kind of aware that, oh, our dirty laundry is actually like being aired and we need to deal with this now, it's kind of like because it's been making headlines, more people are actually involved in wanting to see change. Mm-hmm. And one of the, it's, it's a bit more. I don't know how to describe it, but basically what I'm saying is they, um, there's actually a shortage of orange shirts right now in Canada <laughs> because mm-hmm. everyone is wanting to try and like show kind of their support and be like, I am aware that this is something that happened and I want to kind of do my part to try and make it better and at the very least show support. And cause like basically wearing an orange t-shirt has kind of become synonymous with the showing support for indigenous peoples. Unfortunately, and... the only orange shirt that I own is an extra life shirt, and so I'm not gonna wear that tomorrow because that feels kind of gross. Because I would be like promoting our thing uh, during a uh, not Just our wear thing. inside out. No, because then yeah, it's like... weird and inside out. <laughs> so, but yeah, like I guess what I'm saying is like because people are like aware that this is a thing now, and not just uh, oh the government did some kind of commission to see what was going on. It's like Oh, there's actually like now real real world percussion repercussions for it and we want to make sure that something's done about it. So they're like actually like making sure that their government officials are like aware that, hey, we're not okay with this. We need you guys to do something. So that's one positive thing. Uh mm-hmm. positive thing. Um kind of dips a bit going back in the opposite direction. Um part of one of those part of the commission, I guess, that, that was done to like look into all this. Um, recommended that the government pay out um, basically basically not damages but like basically pay um, indigenous children that are like currently experiencing racism with just like government programs uh, something like forty thousand dollars each or like for each one of them um, the Canadian government took the or like was trying to fight this in court because they're like oh you guys overstepped you can't like tell us to like donate or to, like, to give this money or whatever um today they uh, lost that um that court battle so oh. on the plus side even though the government was kind of like oh we don't want to spend all this money it's like um no you're going to spend this money so yeah basically indigenous people are now going to be actually getting what they deserve they deserve a whole lot more, but at the very least, we can do this. Honestly, sure. yes, money helps. What they deserve is just 
respect and equality. And that's not about money. It's just like we need to change yeah. our attitude. And like, yes, everyone yeah. here, we're, we're, we're not the problem. Just... We have the respect. The culture does not. And we yeah. need to get that respect as a culture in a country and as a mm -hmm. species. <laughs> just just mm -hmm. to clarify, too, Absolutely. money was not a we're sorry money. This is... um like current like current events kind of things like basically they do need some help um, yeah <laughs> native well, like um aboriginal children on like on reserves and stuff are getting less funding for different programs and stuff than yeah. other kids and so this is supposed to be like something to kind of like help bring everything back up to equality because the only reason that they weren't getting that was basically racist reasons mm -hmm. and so yeah, this is basically, like I said, this is the kind of the least we can do. The government really should be also including a serious apology with it, but at the very least, even then, pay. it's like, yes, that'll help, but really, money and apologies are great. We just need to fix the problem. And yeah, yeah. Like I said, none of us here are the problem, but just society in general. It's still a really racist society that just treats them worse. And that's what needs to change, yeah. and that's what needs to fix. And that's hopefully and, to be like what this Truth and Reconciliation Day will kind of come to be. Is unfortunately, like, because, time to reflect and yeah. think about like what's going on and why, um, basically, our yeah our like native uh, like the native culture is the way it is, and like like what's happened to them over the last like three generations basically and that they're taking time to heal and a lot of it i don't know there's a lot of like stereotypes and stuff that exist within those and a lot of them can be traced back to kind of like the trauma that they have experienced in the past and mm -hmm. yeah it's just like being aware of this isn't just a thing that they do but like it's everybody needs help and we need to work on helping people heal. Mm -hmm. So I agree. I don't, I'm well, not that's, that's, that's a good note. Um, I, I don't want to uh, pull attention away from this very important matter, but at the same time, I do want to make sure that this gets in there because Jesse cannot be here today. Uh, there is going to be, or already is a new let's play uh, for rainbow six. Uh, three episodes uh, in. Excellent. So you can uh, go to Carbon Productions on YouTube and see the new Let's Plays. And... It's him and Kieran in Rainbow Six Vegas. And, yep. Oh boy. Yeah. Uh, it... Plus Jesse and I just finished uh, Contradiction, <laughs> uh, Spot the Liar. Uh, oh, yeah, sadly, there was audio issues out. with Jesse's files, so most of them are uh, a little garbled. But I, I'd still say they're listenable. Oh, whatever. You're the more interesting one during those videos, anyway. But uh, you say that. Uh, also, as I said, I don't want to try to subvert a respectful day with self-advertising, but I will absolutely self-advertise on this podcast. We got Extra Life coming up in November. For more information, please go to CB for Carbon, CBExtralife.live slash donate. And you can find out more about our event, and uh, we're we're putting more information. We're finalizing a lot of things right now, but we're putting more information on as we go. But basically, 
we're going to be doing a 24-hour live stream in support of BC Children's Hospitals. Uh, it's going to be full of nonsense, like it always is. Uh, it's sort of loosely based around video gaming, but really it's just going to be a 24-hour variety show where we sell our dignity for donations. Uh, nope. So please check it out. Uh, donate if you can for a great cause and do tune in on game day. All the links are on the website, cbxlive slash donate. Chris, what kind of things can they make us do? A bunch of stuff. You I'm haven't forgotten our bet, have you? Yeah, five hundred dollars each. What happens? Yeah, but I'm I'm kind of ruining it because I got lazy and I'm kind of beardy right now. But you can see, well, the three of you can see my beard is shit right now, so I'm probably gonna lose. Yes, but... if if Chris and I both raise five hundred dollars, we will do December to Disheveler. We'll yes. grow a beard throughout all of December. Yeah. Uh. So this is like. Actually, a couple months right now, but I will be clean shaven during Extra Life, and I will make sure I'm clean shaven on day one of the challenge, and we will see what kind of beard I can grow in only a month. Hint, gonna be shit. (laughs) (laughs) Also, I'm gonna blend a, if I get 750, I'm gonna blend some kind of fast food meal and drink it. Just ask Matt (laughs) how well that works. That was like yeah, our I mean, first McDonald's is the life. obvious choice, but I want I think we could be more ambitious. I want to blend something like KFC or something horrible like that. Bones and all. Chicken bowl. Yum. Oh mm. no! Oh god! I could blend a chicken bowl and add a milkshake. Ooh! <laughs> oh, oh, oh. No! <laughs> all right, dude. I drank a flaming Lamborghini once. I, I mean, my stomach is impervious to pain maybe, at this point. Maybe this year will be the year that I do the punishment of you can donate to me to make me brush my teeth with pet toothpaste, and I'll be sure to get like uh, like a disgusting flavor like beef or chicken or something. <laughs> yeah, are because you that's also, the flavors I don't, that pet I don't want to. Yes, this is Team Carbomb that I'm promoting, but as part of Team Carbomb. Uh, yes. Are you doing your own stream this year? Do you want to? Uh, so yes, that? Rooster Buckeyes. The Rooster Buckeyes will be doing their own stream. I don't think ours is going to be a full twenty-four hours uh, this year, uh, but it is so far planning to be in person. Hopefully, with uh, you know, we're going to talk about uh, appropriate uh, same, same uh, safety That's measures. All of our meetings um, as of late. <laughs> absolutely. Um, yeah, and we're gonna, we're gonna have a variety of different things going on, um, mostly still primary, primarily going to be, uh, invest in, in the games and, and other entertainment. Uh, I'm hesitant to leak this because it is not 100% yet, but I think that you guys would really enjoy it. Our hope is that for a certain donatable amount, which we have yet to determine, you can be sent to the banana phone box, which uh, is a little area that we will make decorated with banana stuff. And you have to sit in the box and listen to banana phone play on re- repeat for a set amount of time. So make sure you get yeah. a version sung by minions or something. No, 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 no. We're going to do the original. It, yeah. Raffi or nothing. I agree. Okay. Um, 
but uh, yeah, so look forward to that. Uh, you can check us out. Uh, we'll we'll be on Twitch for Rooster Buckeyes. You can also look up Rooster Buckeyes on the Extra Life website, um, extra-life.org. Um, so yeah, uh, definitely check out both Car Bomb and Rooster Buckeyes on November sixth through seventh. And uh, yeah, you can you can help save some sick kids in hospitals. And that's that's the great yeah. thing with Extra Life is it is partnered with Ch- Children's Miracle Network hospitals. So this is all across North America. We will be supporting BC Children's Hospital based in Vancouver. Uh, but what's your hospital you're supporting? Uh, yeah, so most of us, I would say most of us in Rooster Buckeyes uh, support. Uh, Rainbow Babies Children's Hospital here in Cleveland. Um, there are uh, hospitals also, though, in Akron, Columbus, Cincinnati. I'm trying to remember. I think we might have one in Toledo as well. Um, so we do have a potential different couple of different hospitals that you could be supporting, uh, but they're all Ohio-based. And that is one thing I love about Extra Life is, uh, you know, if... If I mention Car Bomb and someone leaves our stream to go to your stream, uh, as much as I'd love that yeah. money to go to my hospital, I'm thrilled that it's going to your hospital. Exactly so. <laughs> why I'm trying to promote your stream on our podcast, because right, right. <laughs> every dollar is going to a children's hospital somewhere. And yes. I don't care where they're from. Kids need help. And I'm not going to be like, well, those kids don't get help because they live in... Ohio, it's all right, kids right. need help. Yeah. It's... It, please help us. Our healthcare is broken. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. um, all your fish have AIDS. It's, right, yeah. <laughs> it's, uh, yes, that is true. Uh, but that's Cleveland that's specific. whole other thing uh, we didn't even get into. Right. And it's, it's one of the things I love about Extra Life United as well, is they have that gaming tournament there. Um, and, you know, as much as we're all in, fighting uh... to earn money for our own hospital... The nice thing is at the end of the day, you know that all that prize money went to a Children's Miracle Network hospital, whether it was yours or someone else's. Um, so it, it makes the competition all the more fun because while you're definitely trying to win, at the end of the day, it's easy to smile and shake other people's hands knowing that it's still going to a good, it's mm-hmm. still going somewhere It's a good, friendly you know? rivalry. Right, right. So I think that'll do it. Uh there's some other things on the topic list but I don't think they matter much um, I was going to say I know at least one is Jesse's and he's not yeah. here to tell it and yeah. I don't know that I'd do it justice so uh, <laughs> Jesse bought an arcade cabinet da, 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 da. thanks for listening oh well I could have done better than that <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to get Jesse to talk about it yeah that sounds fair so I guess that's only room for outro three two Trash bag, shatterproof glass, tailpipe tread like grease and chrome. Front bumper, universal bearing, aerial brake shoe, shock absorber. This you're the worst. Why? Because I concisely <laughs> closed that. out the episode. I, I, I was hoping that'd be the same. No, it's just because you know you're like you made such a big deal of. Um, getting the perfect intro that you're just like cool first outro bum done hey matt what time is it uh it is 142 
<laughs> See, this is why this is why Emily has the job, Matt. <laughs> oh, um, in my defense, um, I'm tired.